tonight, everybody. Please remain standing for prayer. Let us bow our heads for prayer. Our Father and our God, once again we come before your presence, giving you thanks and praise because you are an awesome God. There is no God like you. You created the heavens and earth. You sustain everything with your mighty power. And we praise you, we worship you, we adore you, we submit our lives and our will to you, Lord. We are asking that you have your way as your kingdom come. We pray that your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Tonight, we declare that Tertola belongs to Jesus. We declare that the community of Purcell belongs to Jesus and we are rebuking any enemy, the enemy in the name of Jesus. We are praying that hearts will be open, Father, so that they can hear and accept your holy words. We are coming to you, Lord, tonight with a big request, Lord. We are asking that you save souls, Lord. We are praying, mighty God, that you Touch the hearts of those that have been hearing night after night, Lord. We submit our lives to you. We submit our wills to you, Heavenly Father. May our will be lost in your will. Let your will prevail, Heavenly Father, under this thing. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 You may be seated. A wonderful evening to you and... It is my sincere desire, it is my sincere desire that uh, you will receive the blessing that God has in store for you. As, as, I was, as I was preparing today's message, I said, God, please give me fresh bread. The people want fresh bread. Hallelujah. Amen. We don't want to steal bread from way back when. You know, we want fresh bread. But... Guess what? The ancient word, the Bible says the grass withereth and the flower faded, but the word of God, the word of God endures forever. And so we are going to be careful that while we are requesting fresh bread, we need to ensure that it is the same biblical ingredients. Hallelujah, hallelujah, amen. And so tonight we have a wonderful message in store for you. Uh, be assured that it is from the Word of God. This is my Bible. I believe it is the Word of God. It is the only rule of faith and practice for the Christian. I promise to order my life in harmony with its teachings. In Jesus' name, Amen, Amen. You look so, you look so wonderful with your Bibles in your hand, and I see some people advance. You know, they they have their they have their cell phone sanctified. Praise the Lord, lifting up your cell phones, Amen, Amen. The important thing is that we study the Word of God. I want to greet those that are online. I want to greet those that are listening. Proclaim radio. I want to greet the community and last but not least the brave souls that have uh, taken their time to come under the tent. If anybody in the in the Purcell estate said, Well, I didn't know, God is gonna roll back the curtain.
somebody and he's going to show them this moment where this big mouth preacher come on and the church that left their building hallelujah amen and an opportunity was given yes. to the community amen jesus is coming soon yes and we await his glorious appearing tonight i hope i can stick to the script because i'm telling you this thing fresh out of the oven amen Tonight's message is entitled Seven Portraits. It's supposed to be portraits. Don't hold me. I hope no English teacher here, no? We have a few. We have a few. They're not in classroom, you know, but they get upset when they see uh, orthographical mistakes. Just bear with us. Bear with us. The spirit is willing. <laughs> Seven portraits of an authentic last day Christian. Are we living in the last days? Yes. yes. And we all profess to know Jesus. We profess to be Christians. You would be amazed. You would be amazed. There are other religious systems that are growing, but the majority on planet earth profess to be Christian. The, the largest religion is Christianity. Now look, Muslim and, and, and these other religions, they, they, are, they are coming up, you know. They are coming up and they are growing fast, you know. They're growing with speed. But guess what? God's truth will prevail. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And so tonight, tonight's message is not only for Christians. Tonight's message is for the inhabitants of planet earth. And especially those of us that profess to know Jesus. Especially those of us that profess to be Christians. We are going to share with you seven portraits of an authentic, an authentic last day Christian. Tonight, we are going to identify, we are going to define, we are going to look up, we are going to study, we are going to ensure by the grace of God that the, that our faith, our hope is genuine, that it is original, it is real, it is bona fide, it is true, it is a, a veritable, it is attested, the hope, the panorama of hope, this hope we're talking about is a undisputed heavyweight champion called Jesus. Oh, Jesus yeah. is real. He's genuine. He's not fake. He's not a poser. He's not a sham. The religion, Christianity and those who obey Christ's commandments. Uh, we are no hoax nor imitation. This is not forgery. This is God in his way working to save humanity. And so Amen. tonight it is of our interest to determine as we study the word of God whether our faith, whether this panorama of hope is authentic or it's counterfeit. We, we want to study, we want to ensure, we want to, we want to make sure, we want to know whether our, our faith is real or whether it is fake. This is what we are going to study tonight and I want to share with you as I said before, the seven portraits, the seven portraits of, uh, authentic Christian, a, a Christian that is filled with hope, a Christian that is filled with faith, a Christian that is uh, 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 filled with knowledge of, of, of course, 
belonging to the true church and, and, and of course that our doctrines, whether they are real or whether they are fake, do, we need to, to look a little closer and, and the only way we can, we can be sure that what we believe in is authentic or counterfeit is if it adds up to what is written in thus said the Lord hallelujah amen, amen. the Bible Jesus himself made it crystal clear he said for many shall come in my name saying I am Christ and shall deceive many that's right not everyone that saith unto me Lord Lord shall enter the kingdom of heaven but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Yes, these are the words of Jesus. He said in his apocalyptic sermon, in his end time sermon in Matthew chapter 24 and Luke 21, he says that in the last days there will be many deceivers, there will be many deceptions, so we need to look close at what we believe and he himself Jesus himself said that in the law not everybody not everybody that says unto him Lord Lord shall enter into the kingdom of of heaven some will enter and some will not enter the criteria for entry and the Bible makes it crystal clear the authentic Christian is not the one that say Lord Lord but that do it the will of yes. my Father Amen. which is in heaven. Go on, uh, go Many ahead, reader. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name have cast out devils? And in thy name done many wonderful works? And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Yes, this is crystal clear. Jesus says that those that are authentic Christians, those that are authentic Christians are individuals that do the will of my Father which is in heaven. Now, Amen. I want you to pay keen attention to this because we have been reading these verses from the time we profess to know Jesus as our Lord and Savior. But I want you to look, look at it. Jesus says, many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not have we not prophesied in thy name and in thy name have cast out devils and in thy name have done many wonderful works in thy name we have planted churches in thy name we have reached the world with the gospel in thy name we have been giving bible studies in thy name we set a panorama of hope in thy name we cast out devils in thy name and there are so many things that we do in the name of Jesus but oh my beloved friends the Bible says Jesus himself said this is one of the saddest declaration he says that he he says he will say he will profess not it's not your profession it's not your profession it's not my profession what will really count at the end time is Jesus's profession concerning you and Jesus says ah I will profess I never wow. knew you. Mercy Lord. That's the saddest declaration. This means that I could spend my entire life in church and Jesus will say I never knew you. I could spend my entire life doing ministry and Jesus could say I never knew you. 
depart from me, he that work iniquity. Oh, this is a sombering and sobering thought. The question, if I was sitting where you are sitting tonight, if I was sitting on the porch where you are sitting tonight, my neighbor, I want you to know, I want you to know that the question I would be entertaining at this precise moment is that I would really like to know what is Jesus' profession about me, not at the end, but right now. Yes. Right now. So this is our message tonight. Paul says. Examine yourselves. Whether you be in the faith. Prove your own selves. Know ye not that you know ye not your own self. How that Jesus is in you. Except ye be reprobates. Paul says. Examine yourself. Examine yourself. Tell your neighbor. Examine yourself. You see, we've been doing some examining, but we haven't been examining ourselves. We've been examining <laughs> each other. You've been examining me, and I've been examining you, and you've been examining the elder, and you've been examining the neighbor, and you've been examining the community. We've been examining the prime minister. We've been examining this and examining that, but the apostle Paul Paul says the time is at hand and is now that it is expedient that we examine our own selves to see whether we are in the faith or not. That's right. Prove your own selves. Know ye not your own selves how that Jesus Christ is in you. Except you fail the examination. Have mercy. But I'm a good news man. <laughs> and God is greater than the heart. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. So if the heart condemns you, be assured that God is greater than the heart. If you, if you fail the test tonight, let it be known that light has come not for us to remain in darkness. Light has come not to blind us. Light has come for our benefit as Psalm 119.105 says thy word yes. is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Hallelujah. Amen. So let's get right at it. Let's look at the seven characteristics, seven portraits of last day Christians. We're going to use some image. And by the way, this is a revelation sermon. This is taken. The foundation of this sermon comes from revelation. It is repackaged, of course, but the essence is apocalyptic in nature. I'm just trying to share something with you so you don't fall asleep with me. But the foundation is revelation and the first, the first portrait, the first image, the first characteristic that, that revelation chapter 14 says that the last day Christian must possess is we must be committed to the global proclamation of the everlasting gospel. Amen. Yes. A last day 
faithful follower and believer of Jesus that follows the Lamb wheresoever he goeth is committed to the global proclamation of the everlasting gospel. And I put that word there committed because we need to understand. We need to understand that we are more than just cooperating. We are, we are more than just contributing. And this first point reminds me, reminds me of an illustration that I read about some farm animals. And these farm animals, well, um, the, the, the farmer was having some breakfast at some church. I, I know it's not a seven day adventure this church based on the based on the content of this story and so the farmer the farmer then had the farmer knew and the farmer said well you know what i am going to uh, provide everything for for this breakfast and so the the animals at the farm realized recognized that you know the farmer was going to provide the resources for that breakfast and and so the animals started to talk among themselves and uh, and the cow said well i am going to contribute milk <laughs> and the chicken says well i am going to contribute eggs and, and the animals continued to talk among themselves and, and and when they reached the pig the pig stayed quiet and they said pig what are you going to contribute well the pig said well my contribution is not a contribution it is a commitment because if i'm gonna give bacon i'm giving my life for too long, for too long, for too long, we just been contributing. Hmm. For too long, we've been giving this and giving that. And some of us, if we are honest with ourselves, we've been giving leftovers at that. We give leftovers time. Oh, I'm not bashing you. Just allow me to be faithful to the impressions that the Spirit of God speaks out to my heart. And I'm, I'm just sharing. I'm trying to save my soul as I'm up here tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. So if you have any concerns, uh, church member, or, oh, or oh, oh, the community, I just said, take it up with Jesus. I'm just the messenger boy. Hallelujah. Amen. The, this is a time, the times that we are living in calls for commitment rather than contributing to the cause. We need to give our all to Jesus. Yeah. We need to give our all to Jesus. I say amen. hallelujah, amen. amen. I need to give my all to Jesus. Yes. All of us need to ensure that whatever we give is our best. Amen. How do you participate in the proclaiming of the everlasting gospel as we are nearing the close of earth's history? How do you participate? Do you contribute or do you lay your life on the altar? 
Do you give God your everything? Do you give him your all? Let him know, God, the gifts I have, I got it from you. I return it to you. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. The talents I have, the treasures I have, the influence I have, the strength, the effort I have, I got it from God. And I'm going to use it for his name, honor, and glory. Amen. I must submit myself daily to the Lordship of Christ in my life. Everything, everything belongs to Christ. Amen. As the songwriter says, his name, his name is wonderful. Yes. His name is wonderful. His name is wonderful. Jesus, my Lord. My Lord. Amen. You got to claim him for yourself. Yes. My Lord. And you see, if he is my Lord, then he is Lord of my finances. Yes. He is Lord of my friends. He is Lord of my thoughts. He is Lord of my resources. He is Lord of everything. He is wonderful. He is a mighty king. Hallelujah. Yes, amen. amen. He's the master of yes. everything. He's the good shepherd. Yes. He's the rock of all ages. Almighty God yes. is he. Amen. We need to bow down before him. Yes. Love and adore him. Amen. His name it's is wonderful. wonderful. Jesus, my Lord. Amen. Praise God. Now, this message is for reflection. And I, 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 I don't think it's a good idea for anyone to conclude that I am talking exclusively to the church or exclusively to the community in the sermons. A evangelistic community impact message is not only for the community. Whenever we come out to preach, our faith needs to be revived. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 And so it would be unfair if I stand behind the desk and only throw bombs, <laughs> only throw rocks. <laughs> but mind you know, the rocks that I throw don't hurt anybody. Hallelujah. Amen. It's the rock of ages. Cleft for me. Yes. The rocks that is thrown, we could hide ourselves yes, in the, the in the Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. <laughs> I hope some of these rocks hit some that's sleeping. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, there are some churches, there are some churches that functions locally. And they have no vision whatsoever, or as a matter of fact, the method of leadership or organization or administration is what is known as congregational. All right. So this means, this means that a local congregation, a local congregation, any church, any church, it could be any church in the community that you know of. There is this, uh, particular congregation that everything they do is just local. Their intent is to, is to spread Jesus, 
locally. The finances that they receive, they, none of the funds that they receive leave Tortola. Everything just stays right in that local congregation. Congregationalism. And most of the time, the only beneficiary uh, is, is that of, uh, well, you know, the pastor gets the most of it. It's sad. I'm not bashing anybody, but I'm simply making a point, making a point that the Bible says in the book of Revelation chapter, let me just read this quickly. The Bible says in the book of Revelation uh, chapter uh, 14 and verse 7, I believe, 6. Go ahead, reader. Then I saw another angel flying in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach to those who dwell on the earth, to every nation, tribe, town, and people. Okay, so my point is, if we are going to one of the quality or one of the characteristic of a last day Christian, a portrait of a true, authentic, genuine last day Christian, cannot be that you are just going to be focusing locally. Because the Bible says, the Bible says in Revelation 4, 6, another angel flood flying in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach to who? Only Tertola? No. No. The Bible says that they're supposed to preach to whom? To everyone. To those who dwell on the earth. To every nation, tribe, tongue, and people. So, if your congregation is just focusing internally, if your congregation, if the church that you attend is just fo focusing locally or let's say, uh, well, concentrically, you know, we're just focusing on the community around us and, and that's about it and we have done our part. That's all right. That's all right. I'm not condemning you, but I'm simply saying it's not a quality. It's not a characteristic of an authentic last day Christian. The Christianity that God, that God approves of, the Christianity that God approves of is that we live locally, but we think Globally. globally. Amen. Amen. Are we together? Yes. I am happy to report to you that I belong or I am a part of. I belong to Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. But I am a part of a church. I am a part of a church. I'm a part of a movement, if you are, allow me to say, that functions locally, that functions locally. But our mission, our mission is not local, not solely locally. Our mission is global. The, 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 to ev for every dollar that the Seventh-day Adventist church receives. First and foremost, let me just share quickly with you. The pastor don't touch it. Don't worry, I'll say my word, amen. 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 The pastor of the Seventh-day Adventist church don't touch one red cent of any finances that come in to the church. 
That's right. I praise God for that. Yes, Hallelujah. Amen. amen. There is a structure in place. There is a system in place where that for every dollar that the church receives, uh, a part, a percentage of that dollar stays in the local congregation. Uh, but I want you to know it doesn't just stay there. A percentage remains there, but part of the funding also goes globally. Amen. The quality and characteristic of a last day Christian. You can't just be sitting in your bubble. That's right. God's word. God's message is of global reach. And I cannot go to Africa tomorrow. And I don't have the resources to go all the way to Asia. But every time I give something to the church. I want you to know. Hallelujah. That somebody. Some missionary. Goes over there. And it is financed yes. by the local church. Amen. How can a congregationalism system fulfill Revelation chapter 14 and verse 6? You see, the whole thing is, Jesus said, be careful because you have people that are deceiving you. Just as how you have good pastors, you have bad pastors too. You have individuals that their only intent is not to get you to heaven. Their only intent is not to get you. Is not to get you to study the word of God and to find out what Jesus wants from you. But they are there. They are there as wolves in sheep clothing. This is what the Bible says. For this reason, I invite the community of personal estate. I invite everyone that is under this tent. I say, you need to scrutinize your faith. You need to scrutinize your doctrine. You need to look a little closer and don't swallow deception. Amen. That's right. The first point is that the first portrait of a last day faithful, authentic last day Christian is that they're a part of a movement that functions locally but think globally. Praise the Lord. Is that alright? Amen. Okay, let us move on quickly. I only have seven and we are already at two. We're moving fast. The second, the second it's only me believing that. The second point is, the Ex second point. Exercise loyalty to God. The second characteristic or portrait of a faithful, authentic, last day Christian is that they, their loyalty is first and foremost to God. Amen. This is what Revelation chapter 14 Verse 7 says, Fear God and give glory to him, for the hour of his judgment has come, and worship him who made heaven and earth. Amen. Amen. Fear, 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 fear God. Amen. Amen. Now, this fear, this fear is not a, a, a phobia towards God. It, 
it's not about being afraid of God, but in a sense of coming to him with reverence and holy yes. awe. It conveys the thought of absolute loyalty, a full surrender to his will according to Deuteronomy chapter 4 and verse 10. Fear God, my brothers and sisters and friends, the message to fear God is Timely, because many people are being deceived and the, the, the nature of deception is that you are following and you don't even know and so God in his wisdom God see your sincerity he see how you are faithfully being deceived and God is a God of light and he sends his light just in time yes, hallelujah amen, amen. This is a timely message. Praise the Lord. Men, women, boys and girls need to come before God and be loyal first and foremost to God. Amen. Men today are worshipping religion more than they worship Amen. God. Sad. Men today are worshipping the gods of materialism more than they worship the true God. Men today are worshiping the God of pleasure more than they are worshiping the true God. Now, let me just say, if, if, if we would have gotten permission to use this place to have abashment and we're going to have free alcohol, free beer. What's, what's the name of the local beer? I, you guys didn't fall for my trick. Well, well, praise the Lord. Let it be known world. BVI don't have no local bear. Well, sorry? Okay, so we have some that have tried it. <laughs> those that say, those that don't, wait, wait, wait. Those that say, those that say you don't have local bear is because they don't know. Those that say they have is because they know. What's the name? <laughs> hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. This is a Christian. This is a Christian environment. Praise the Lord. They have, they have, they have local, they have local beverages. That is alcoholic. That's what I'm trying to get at. But you guys are sharp. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. You didn't fall for the trick. I would normally say, what's the name of the local bear? And some of the brethren, they shout it out. and say, how oh, you know that? <laughs> we are in the world, but we are not of the world. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I heard, I heard of, of, of some, uh, I don't know how many of you, you have visited, um, the motherland, England, but I have never been there. I flew over, but I have never been there. And I understood that for many years ago, I don't know if they still exist today. They have a, a alcoholic beverage by the name of Courage. You don't know about that either. Anyhow, let me get back to the script. Why are we talking about bear here? Come on, we need to talk about the word hallelujah. The, the point is, the point is, if we were having, if we were having a, a carnal celebration, there wouldn't be space for nothing. It's true. 
this message to fear God is timely. It is. The world is being called to return to God. Amen. Drop everything, including your religion, and come to God. Amen. And let God give you religion. Yes, right. Amen. Hello, somebody. Amen. Fear God. Yes. Fear God. That's the message for the world today. Obey God. Return to a life of obedience and loyalty to God. You see, because it is only when you are loyal to God, you'll be able to be loyal to anything else. Amen. Fear God and give glory to him. For the hour of his judgment. Amen, amen, amen. amen. Hallelujah. Well, let me try and move on a little bit, a little bit faster. The third point. Live or die to glorify God. How about that one? I, I, I was just putting live to glorify God. But guess what? Being a martyr for Christ is also important. Amen. It's not just about living for him, but a willingness to die for him yes. is also important. I, I, my, my mind goes directly to the book of Daniel chapter 3 when the three Hebrew boys were, 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 were there and, 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 they, and Nebuchadnezzar built that statue in the plain of Dura, a uh, nine uh, cubics high, the Bible says, and it was, it was tall. It was a tall image made of pure gold. Nebuchadnezzar was defying the dream that God gave him. God told him through Daniel the prophet that he was the head of gold. So Nebuchadnezzar made an image of entire gold. In other words, God told him, your kingdom has a, a point where it is going to stop, where it is going to fall, where you are going to be conquered. And, and Nebuchadnezzar, being being uh, who he was, uh, he, he said, no, in other words, God, you know, I thank you for what you revealed to me, but, you know, I am, I am the most potent king. I, I'm going to live forever as my subjects often tell me. And so he built that image of pure gold. He invited everyone on the face of the earth to come to a religious, a, a, a political, sorry, a political ceremony, a dedication of his accomplishment and, and this great image. And while everybody was there, that political meeting turned uh, into a religious meeting for Nebuchadnezzar said at the sound of the musical instruments uh, he is declaring that everyone needs to bow down and worship the image and, and those who refuse to worship will be thrown into the fiery furnace. Now the Bible says that there were three Hebrew boys who refused to bow down. They refused to bow down and Nebuchadnezzar heard about it and Nebuchadnezzar I could imagine was fond of these young men because these young men were 
just in Babylon, just hanging around and living the good life. They were sharing their faith and Nebuchadnezzar learned a thing or two from them about the true God and Nebuchadnezzar gave them another opportunity. He said, I'm going to give you another chance. Come on now. I'll give you another chance to spare your life. Remember, those authentic Christians in the last day, they would prefer to die rather than to disobey God. And so the three Hebrew boys said, we are careful, O king. He said, there is no need to give us no second chance. We are determined in our heart that come what may, we are going to be true to God. God is able to deliver us, but if he don't deliver us, if he don't deliver us, glory to his name. You see because the servant is not greater than the master and Jesus who is our master he bore the cross he went to Calvary and he suffered and he died and the apostle Peter says I count it worthy. I count it worthy to die. So whether we live or whether we die Whatever we do, we must do to the honor and glory of God. Amen. Praise uh, that the Lord. Is what, that is what an authentic Christian does. Not only uh, three hours uh, Sabbath morning or Sunday night or Wednesday evening. No, his entire life, his entire life is to please God, to honor God, to glorify God yes. and, and the work place. They make sure that they put in a productive eight hours. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Nobody can talk about them about their stealing time. Come on somebody. They are faithful to God as the Bible says in Daniel chapter 6. That an excellent spirit yes. was in Daniel. That same excellent spirit is available to you and I today. Amen. You know most of the times we want to pack compact evangelism and Sabbath evening, you know, and that's the most of the time that everybody done full and sleepy. So, you know what? I'm suggesting, I'm recommending to the church that instead of just going out on Sabbath afternoon, why not take Jesus hallelujah to the workplace on Monday, praise the Lord. Why not take him to every single transaction that you do? Let God be glorified Every single way you go, when you're at the beach, come on, somebody. I remember being at the at the beach one time, somewhere far from here. Uh, We we one uh, lady came, and and she was, you know, definitely she was a tourist. She came, and she said, "What are you guys doing?" And when I look at her, I had to look in the sky, and I said, "We baptizing." When you go to the beach, people should know you're a Christian. Amen. When you're at the store, come on now somebody. When you're at the store, the cart that you're pushing should be testifying that I'm a follower of Christ. Because did you notice every single person you pass in the store, first they look at what is in your cart, then they look at your face. Some of us have the thing hidden all the way at the bottom. Hello? And then, 
Which thing somebody say? Examine yourself. Amen. <laughs> and then, yes, brother, brother Chalwell, and, and then you know they are talking about they, not, not me. You know, we, what am I doing? Anyhow, let me get back to the message. Whatever we do, whatever we do, whatever we do, when we're driving, Whatever we do, imagine having a road rage and somebody, and then later you're knocking on the door, telling them about come out to the campaign. Hmm. Hello? I remember visiting once far from here with a sister, and we went to a particular house, and we knocked on the door, and the, and the person opened the door, and I told him, yeah, we're doing a survey from the Seventh-day Adventist church, and we wanted to know, and the man looking at me, and looking at the sister at me, and she said, um, you Christian? <laughs> the question is asked. I mean, we're having two weeks of revival. Two weeks to reach out to the community. How many of us have actually touched base with our co-workers and just tell them, come on out, man. I'm being blessed. And I know you will be blessed too. You know, many times our influence become dull and dim simply because we try to blend in. We don't want, I mean, I understand psychologically you don't want to look weird or queer. <laughs> so you want to blend right in with the rest. And so you laugh at the same joke they laugh at. They share the same video with you. And, and there is no more, there is no more rejoicing after righteousness. And so when the angels came to Lot and told him, Lot, this is what God going to do. In a few minutes, God's going to destroy this place. And I could imagine Lot had some friends in Solomon Gomorrah. Uh, he used to play a dominoes with them. Come on now. While they were drinking their fermented drinks, I could imagine Lot had a, had a, had a, a, a diet-free Sprite. Sugar-free. Sometimes we don't do bad, you know, brethren. Sometimes we don't do bad, but we ain't doing no good. We need to take a stand. Amen. The world is waiting for the church to stand up for Jesus. Amen. Help us, Father. An authentic last day Christian. We live or die to glorify God. Amen. Deuteronomy 4.10 Especially the day that thou stoodest before the Lord thy God in Horeb, when the Lord said unto me, Gather me the people together, and I will make them hear my words, that they may learn to fear me all the days that they shall live upon the earth, and that they may teach their children. Hmm. Amen. You see, the sad thing about the world that we are living in today, and including ourselves, the best of us will live to like 75, 80 years old. And, and if you're not dead yet, you'll reach 90. And by the time you reach 100, if you're not dead yet, your entire family concerned why you're still alive. <laughs> especially, especially, especially those that have to pay off. Not the bills, the thing where you get when you retire. 
No pension plan contemplates that you live long. And I'm not lying. But it doesn't matter, my beloved brothers and sisters. It doesn't matter how long you live on this earth. If you live 115 years old or 120 years old, that is still short in comparison to eternity. That's right. That Amen. God has promised to those who love him. Oh, and Amen. so the Bible says that we are supposed to hear the word of the Lord. And when we hear the word of the Lord, it is through the word of the Lord. It is through the word of the Lord that we learn to fear God. We, we, are, we, we fill our lives with the word of the Lord. And I'm so happy because by experience, I know what it is to just have a profession of faith, but living a dirty, nasty life. I know about it by by my own experience. But I also know, hallelujah, I also know yes. what it is to be filled with the Spirit of God Amen. so that you can say no to temptation. Yes. You can say no to the devil. You and Jesus keeps you. Yes, praise the Lord. But that's not in style. You know what is in style? Double standard. Mm, sad. Double tongue. Where we only have a form of godliness. But we deny the power that is available to us as a church. You try to be different. You try live in the spirit. You try and live. Man, you will suffer persecution. And not from the government, you know. From the same one that dip bread with you. Hello. But the Bible says rejoice.
rejoice. Yes. Rejoice and yes. be glad. Amen. For so did they to those which were before you. <laughs> Great is your reward in, he in heaven. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. At the birth of Jesus, heaven hung out its brightest star and sent the angelic choir singing glory to God in the highest. Amen. One of the other reasons why we don't progress the way we should is because we all have our own agenda. Hmm. Yeah, so I'm preaching for my own personal reasons. You're here for your own personal reasons. You know, I'm probably preaching because I want to be noticed in Europe. How do you know I'm not preaching for that? Hmm? How, how you know I'm not trying to preach so that they could move me to St. Croix? Beloved brothers and sisters, the reason why the outpouring of the full measure of the Holy Ghost have been delayed is because every church member have their own agenda and it's not to glorify God. Have mercy on us, Lord. We need to change that tonight Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Tonight, before we leave this place, we need yes. to our hearts to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. We need to cry out and ask God to empty me of me. Yes. Keep our hands in our pocket. Tie them to the back of our box. Don't touch the glory that belong to God. That's right. And you will see what God will do. Amen. You will see what he will do. When we have a singleness of purpose to glorify God and God alone. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. I'm anticipating. I'm waiting for that moment. We only have seven. We're at number four. So we're more than half. Hallelujah. Amen. The fourth characteristic. The fourth characteristic of a true, authentic, last day Christian is that that Christian is going to what? Reader, recognize that God is setting up his everlasting kingdom. We not just go into church because we don't want to go to the bars, you know. The church don't exist as an option, as a social option. God is setting up an everlasting, eternal kingdom. Amen. And the last day Christian, the faithful last day Christian, the authentic last day Christian understands that he recognizes that and he's going to ensure that he is developing by the grace of God the qualities and characteristics that is fit to go up yonder hallelujah amen, amen. amen. I received a text today uh, in the pastor's chat where it said that in 43 seconds, in 43 seconds in Turkey and Syria, more than 41,000 people died. In 43 seconds. 
And so now you have people that are still there. They are still there. They are rescue workers. They are first responders. And they are looking. They are looking. Guess what they're looking for, church? Guess what they're looking for? They're not looking for Rolex watch. They're not looking for Mercedes-Benz car. They're not looking for flat screen TV. They're not looking for jewelry. What are they looking for? They are looking for people. In 43 seconds, their, life, their lives were turned upside down. And I tell you, it's been a lot of years now since humanity has been turned upside down. But Jesus is on the same quest. Amen. From the day he asked Adam, where are you? He is crying out to the brothers and sisters of district number three in Tertola. He is crying out to the Purcell community. He's saying, where are you? Under the rubble of pleasure. Under the rubble of lies and deception. Under the rubble of just a, a form of godliness. Under the rubble of, of, of the loss of the eyes. And under the rubble of profane speech. And under the rubble of illicit relationship. And Jesus doesn't leave us there. He comes looking and he's moving them one by one. You are his child. I am his child. And Amen. he has never lost the battle. Yes. Amen. Praise God for the rescue the team. Amen. Heaven rescue team. Yes. Praise God. And so God is doing all of this because his will will prevail. Amen. What was the original will of God? The original will of God was that he would have earth populated with individuals that are living in peace, that are living in righteousness, that are living in holiness, that love God and that love one another. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. That people that worship the true God and not no false God. People that worship the true God and not their own ideologies. God's will will prevail. And the reason, the reason why he is setting up his kingdom, his everlasting kingdom, is because he wants you in that kingdom. Amen. And he wants me in that kingdom. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. His will, his will will prevail. Sin will not reign much longer. Hallelujah. Right. Sin Praise will not, Lord. or allow me to rephrase that, sin will not disturb much longer. Amen. Fear God and give glory to him. For the hour of his judgment has come. And worship him who made heaven and earth. Now I must move quick here because... For, his, for the hour of his judgment has come, it simply means that God is setting up his kingdom. God is setting up his kingdom and there is a process through which he is going to set up his kingdom. If God wanted from a long time ago, he could have just done away with Lucifer, done away with the wicked angels, done away with uh, sinners that don't want to repent and with the snap of a finger or just the thought of it and, and men would just dissipate and disappear 
disappear. Lucifer would be no more. And the wicked angels that believed his lies would cease to exist. But God is a God of love. God is a God of mercy. God is a just God. And while the entire universe is looking on, God is ensuring that there is a judgment process that will vindicate his name the entire universe will conclude that God is a just God oh, every yes. knee will bow every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord oh, so yes. he's gonna Praise do it God. he's gonna do it but he's not gonna bully his way into this everlasting kingdom there is a process yes and so this is why this is why the Bible says, for the hour of what? His judgment has come. All the time we thought it was our judgment, no? Hmm. But you see what the Bible says? His. Whose judgment is it? God's. It's his judgment. Yes. It's not your judgment. It's not my judgment. It is his judgment. It is his vindication. And so, the only way you and I are going to win with him is if we connect him if we accept him it is his judgment he is being judged the accusation is that his law is unjust and God is a selfish God and God is holding back things from you and from me but the devil is a liar yes and the father of it and so God said okay you're accusing me of this this is called the mystery of iniquity. He said, let the, pl- let the thing roll out. Let the thing roll out. Oh, Satan, this is what you say about me. This is what you think about me. This is what you're telling the other angels about me. Okay, let it roll out. I point you to, it's not on the screen, but I point you quickly to Matthew chapter 4. The Bible says, immediately after Jesus' baptism, He was led into the desert by the Spirit to be tempted. And the Bible says he fasted for 40 days. For how long? 40 days he fasted in the elements. Uh, He was the second Adam. You see, the first Adam had no need to eat no fruit. (laughs) He was living in a perfect environment. Uh, And now we have the second. He fell in a perfect environment by the appetite. And now we have the second Adam. He was in the elements, in the desert, hot during the day and cold at night with the wild animals. And he passed fire. 40 days and he was the bible says after the 40 days he was hungered and lucifer shows up lucifer shows up and say if you are the son of god you see lucifer heard lucifer heard in in matthew chapter 3 verse 19 and onwards when the bible says after jesus came up out of the water ah the bible says that there was a voice from heaven that said this is my beloved son in whom i am well pleased and the bible says (laughs) hallelujah amen the devil or lucifer was tempting him to go against what was just proclaimed concerning him. Oh, you are the beloved son? If you are the beloved son, Mm. tell these stories 
stones to be converted to bread because Jesus was really hungry. And I mean to tell you now, if you hungry, if you hungry, I, I, I could just imagine Satan as a as as an amuser, as a as an instigator. I could just imagine that he even, if you allow me to say, because for lack of a better word, he even uh, created a, a degree of aroma from the rocks, you know, and so it would smell so nice, you know, like when you're hungry and you're just heating the fat, just the fat, you know, you don't put nothing in there yet, it's just fat heating up, it smells so nice. Well, you guys don't know what I'm talking about. But why you stay there quiet, man? <laughs> Oh, it's cooking oil. Sorry, sorry. I, I am Caribbean, so I just say in fat, you know. You know, my original, original language is Creole, you know. So I wish I could talk some Creole, but anyhow, I'll wait for when I go home. <laughs> so Jesus responded to him. Although he was, he was hungry. Yes. And by the way, let me just share with you quickly. The intent of the devil was not to supply any need for Jesus, you know. The devil have a relationship with Jesus. He hates his guts. Mm -hmm. So be careful of all those that say, I have a relationship with Jesus. You need to ensure that you say, I have a loving relationship with Jesus. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And so, the, the, listen, the devil was not interested one bit to, let, to satisfy Jesus' hunger. Did you know that if you fasted for 40 days and the first thing you're going to put in your belly is hot bread, you will die. Yes. If you're going to fast for 10 days, you need to start back with a little hot soup, a little bit. Note to self. Sometimes we fast. Sometimes we fast for one day, you know, or 12 hours. And when we go back to that table, we're like, okay, this is what I had for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And you eat three big meals. But no, if you are fasting, not many studies have been done concerning fasting because it is considered inhumane for somebody to not eat for 40 days. However, you can check it out for yourself. If you are going to put bread in your stomach, you will die. So guess what? The devil, Lucifer, was trying to hamper Jesus mm -hmm. from reaching the cross. It's Hallelujah. True. Amen. If he, could have, if he could have opposed him from reaching the cross, you would be lost and I would be lost. Purcell estate would be lost. All humanity would be lost. The devil is a liar and an arch deceiver. Yes. Don't listen to his lies. Right. He comes with beautiful things, you know. He comes like a glass of cold water on a hot summer day. Mm. We can't do without it. Have mercy. Now look at what the devil did now. Look at what the devil did. Since Jesus mentioned scriptures, the devil said, okay, then you, you bring in Bible, let's go to church. Hmm. You think only Christian go to church, right? Hmm. The devil, the Bible said, took him to the highest point in the church. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He said, if, 
if, if you are the son of God. And this was not possibility, you know. He was actually casting doubt because that's what the devil yes, does. Yes. God says something and the devil tried to twist it up, you know. Yes. And they, as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, since Jesus used that which was written in the book of Deuteronomy, now the Bible, now the devil pulled out Psalm 91 on him. The devil is a great theologian, you know. He got degrees in theology. And he run in churches. Hmm. Sad. Now, he couldn't get him in the desert. He couldn't get him at church. And so finally, the Bible says that the devil allowed, permitted all the kingdoms of the world to flash before Jesus. <laughs> This is technology. We don't reach there yet. Mm -hmm. So your technology don't, you know, you got iPhone 14. <laughs> uh, I'm, I, good, happy for you, happy for you, happy for you. I have an 8 and probably I go to a 6 later. <laughs> yeah, because technology, I mean, I'm not impressed. But anyhow, let's move on. I sound like the fox on the grape, right? So here we have the devil. The Bible says he allowed, he allowed the entire kingdoms of the world to just pass in front of Jesus' eyes. In other words, he was saying to Jesus, now look Jesus, you don't have to go to the cross of Calvary. I know what you came here for. You came back for your people. You came to redeem them. Here they are. I'm going to give them to you. If you only bow down and worship me. Now, I could imagine the first time I rode a plane. Uh, we're closing now. We can continue the sermon tomorrow. But the first time I rode a plane, I think I was going from my hometown to Los Angeles. And when I reached, like almost 40 minutes before I reached, Los Angeles, I looked through the window. I got a window seat, you know, first time. I went way up in the, in, in the sky and I'm looking at the clouds. I said, how did God, how do God see through these clouds? <laughs> he watching us. His eyes are on the sparrow. Yes. And I know he watches me. And, yes. and I say, hallelujah, amen. And while we were landing, we, we were flying for like 40, 50 minutes before we landed. And when I looked through the window, man, everything looked so pretty. Look beautiful. Look at all them lights for miles and miles and miles. Imagine all the kingdom. All the kingdom. What a beauty! It's true. That's what the devil tempers with. Them people that painting the devil with, with Han and, and, and Fark and they're doing the devil a favor. That's not who he is. He come pretty. Handsome for the ladies muscular and all your love all that you like he come as that mm -hmm. but when I when I touched on when I touched on at LAX man my brother picked me up and I was driving I was driving I, was, I mean first time in the US you know I was looking all around boy and I, I was happy when I saw everything there you know but when I land the the streets were dirty. Yeah. 
you had individuals that were walking around half naked. I heard gunshots. I definitely saw some homeless people also. And so what the devil does, he only show you the light. <laughs> but Jesus not interested in no lights. Come on, somebody. That's right. He came down into the streets of LA, South Central at that. And he walked the streets. Come on, somebody. Yes. yes. He was bruised. Yes. For our iniquities. Praise the Lord. Oh, I thank the Lord for yes, Jesus. Yes, praise the Lord. God is so good to us that what other options do you have than to fear him? Mm. I'm, I'm going to finish this message tomorrow. I just see the time and nobody told me stop. No? <laughs> so we covered some characteristics. We covered some qualities and I just want to repeat them quickly. The first one is what? Commitment. Commitment to the gospel. The preaching of the gospel. The preaching of the gospel. Let us be faithful, brethren. Let us accept the gospel for ourselves first and foremost. Let us live it. Yes. And let us not only support it, but let us give our all to it. The car that I have is for the gospel. Yes. Amen. Amen. The house I have is for the gospel. Yes. Everything I have, my qualifications is for the gospel. Praise the Lord. My first work is not what I do. It's not mechanics. My first work is I'm an evangelist Amen. for Jesus. Amen. So when I go to the workplace... Every opportunity I get, you don't have to talk. You could show Jesus by your lifestyle and use words when necessary. Because sooner or later they will ask you, how come? How come you didn't come at the party? Don't tell them no lie, but boy, my belly was hurting me. No. <laughs> tell them it's Friday night and the Bible says, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. That's Six right. days shall thou labor and do all thy work. Are you, you with for Jesus and that Amen. will be an influence for save of life unto life. Amen somebody? Amen. 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 Sorry to keep you so late. It was never my intent, you know. Nobody say apology accepted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on my own out here. The second point. Be faithful to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Be faithful to God. The third one. Live or die to glorify God. And yes. where we left off tonight, and we will continue tomorrow by the grace of God, the last one is recognize that God is setting up his everlasting kingdom. kingdom. You are a candidate, and I am a candidate. Amen. Amen. Bow your heads with me as we pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. I could be up here sharing seven points, but I am certain that whatever every single one of us needed to hear, we have been ministered to by the Holy Spirit. Not necessarily in my points, but exactly what you want to minister to our hearts about. Father, I pray and I beg that, that you honor the sacrifices of the brethren to come out
and those that are listening on their porches and wherever they are, those that are online, I pray that you honor the sacrifices that is being made. Strengthen our faith. You have said Romans, in the book of Romans, you said Romans 10, 17, so faith cometh by hearing and by hearing the word of God. Increase our faith, Lord. Transform our desires from earthly things and earthly gains and earthly honors to that of your kingdom that you are setting up. Oh, Father, thank you for loving us. And in response to your love, we surrender our lives to you. Thank you for hearing us. Thank you for blessing us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Pleasant night. God bless you. And don't, don't hold nothing against me. See you tomorrow evening and I'll try and do better. God bless you.